Good morning, and welcome to the KBC Safety Zone, a knowledge resource podcast. This is our second iteration of the podcast, and we hope you all tuned in and listened to the first edition, which was released a couple of weeks ago. And just to remind you all that this is your podcast, and we really encourage in these sessions for you to give feedback, to ask questions, and to put forward some critical thinking from your side. So we thank you immensely for listening to the first podcast. And just a reminder, guys, please get hold of us through our Twitter page at KBC Zone or on safetyzone at kbcsa.co.za. The agenda for today is to interview Natalie Patel, our innovation partner on microlearning and where KBC is going in the world of microlearning and what, what we aim to do with it and what we hope to achieve for our clients. Um, as always, we're going to go through anyone who's uh, enjoyed their birthday over the last month, long service awards, and new employees that we'd like to welcome to the KBC family. We're then also going to take a bit of a, a slight break in the segment to talk briefly to Freedom Day and what it means for everyone and what the day aims to celebrate for South Africa as a democracy. And just before I hand over to Sean and Natalie to go into a bit about microlearning, I want to touch on our discussion from the last podcast on what values do you embody, both in your personal life, in your work life? What do they mean to you? So I implore you to still send through the values and what you believe you strive to achieve, once again, in your personal life, but also in your business life. And feel free, if it's only on the personal side of things and based and linked to your family and friends, by all means, send them through. We're still going to run the competition. We're going to interview two or three individuals that put forward um, their values and get you on the podcast and get you engaging with us as part of the KBC family. It's very important for us that values are not only lived through, through the KBC values in our everyday lives at work, but also the values that you embody at home. So don't be shy. Put forward an email to safetyzone at kbcsa.co.za or send them through to our Twitter channel at kbczone. Now, what we're going to do is go into a bit of an interview with Natalie. Sean is going to take over from here to give a further introduction. Sean, Natalie, welcome. Good morning to the KBC family. And, and thank you once again for logging in and listening to our second podcast. This morning, I'm, I'm very excited to have Natalie on board with us and, and joining the podcast. As you know, she heads up our innovation team and as a, a crucial partner in the business. Nats is here to discuss our new solution that her new team have been working very hard to roll out and, and soon take to market. It's something we call microlearning. And I'm not too sure what the knowledge is around microlearning and what you know about microlearning. And that's why we have Natalie here today to give us a, a better understanding of what microlearning actually is and, and also how the solution can benefit our clients going forward. So yes, Nats, welcome to the podcast. Great to have you on board. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. And um, thank you, Jared, for the opportunity. So guys, yeah, as, as um, Sean said, what is microlearning? Okay, well, microlearning is bite-sized nuggets of information that learners can easily digest. These focused nuggets designed to meet a specific outcome are short bursts of content for learners to study at their own convenience. They are typically designed and delivered in rich media formats, it's a learner-centric approach, providing just-in-time training available on multiple devices. Great. And, and that's why did KBC, I mean, why did we start looking at embarking on this journey to develop microlearning? Was there need from our clients? Yes, or what, yes what absolutely. Absolutely, Sean. So, you know, learning is an ongoing process. And we fulfill the need quite extensively with our compliance and short courses. However, as I've said, you know, my learning is an ongoing thing. So 
constant reinforcement needs to take place for people to retain knowledge and to gain experience and also to keep abreast of things. So we definitely saw a gap in the market and we'd like to be able to service the industries that we serve holistically across the board when it comes to learning interventions. And then Nats, I also believe that KBC, we're going to be rolling out two different types of micro learning. Can you explain to me exactly what that means? Yeah, sure. So KBC has developed a suite of uh, micro learning programs to ensure employees work safer and smarter. We have 15 to 20 um, uh, minute modules which are accessible through our learner management system and can be completed anywhere at any time. These are basically scenario-based videos, theory and activities to keep the learner fully interactively engaged. We also have micro-learning flashes, which are two to three minute videos, which can be um, accessed through scanning a quick response code from a smartphone or a tablet in the workplace situated at major risk areas. On completion, there is a short assessment which is completed and tracked for reporting Mm. purposes. Great. And and that's just another question to that. So I'm assuming that with these videos that we're developing for for the micro-learning purposes, are are we able to customise this for for clients? We can most definitely customise for clients. So we would have several modules in terms of the ones hosted on the learner management system that are quite generic, well, actually at the moment suited to the occupational health and safety space. However, we can definitely customise them. And then lastly, just from me, from and I'd like to pose this question to both you and Jared, as I know Jared's worked quite closely with your team um, in developing this, this micro-learning and working on the project. We have thousands of learners coming through our doors on a monthly basis. And we often get asked by our clients to say, how can we as KBC ensure that there's a transfer of learning or applied learning from what we've taught them in the classrooms? So, so what I mean by that is when, when guys are coming through our class, they're going through the theory, um, they're doing the assessments, then they have to arrive on site and actually apply this learning to their jobs. So my question is to both of you is, do you feel that micro-learning is the vehicle in which we can achieve this? So to sustain learning on site, they can keep retaining the knowledge of what we've taught them. Do you feel that this will achieve that? I think it definitely will, Sean. Um, learning, as we've said previously, is an ongoing process and micro-learning boosts training engagement and knowledge retention. Micro-learning is engaging and less time-consuming It's a component of the overall learning journey and aims to trigger behavioural change. These nuggets appeal to learners as they are empowered to have higher control of their personalised and flexible path. Um, Also, the varied approach used to develop these nuggets are more likely to match individuals' learning styles. Um, I think with constant knowledge reinforcement after completion of a full training intervention, These micro-learning modules will assist learners to keep abreast of crucial information that could potentially save a life. Also, with regards to adult learners, for example, having short attention spans and millennials, they will retain more information through these short bursts of information, thus having a positive impact on their learning and application. I think a change in behaviour will definitely result in less workplace incidents will also take place. Brilliant. Thanks, Nat. Um, Jared, would you like to add anything to that? Thanks, Sean. Um, and thanks, Nat. I think a uh, really well-rounded discussion on micro-learning. For me, yes, micro-learning will definitely aid in an individual's um, continuous learning process to reinforce safety principles. However, if we, 
we look at what we're trying to achieve as an organization in being positioned as the onboarding specialist within heavy industry um, and non-heavy industry, but primarily focused in heavy industry and mining, one has to look at the entire spectrum of onboarding, and within onboarding is the induction and learning component. Where we're striving to get to is base learning through your induction training to, to get up to speed with the critical safety principles, legislation, hazard identification, etc. Sean, your question is then, how does an individual translate the theory into practice on site? And hopefully not get involved, I would assume, in an incident or, God forbid, a fatality. And our strive to micro-learning and beyond micro-learning, and it's not for the full discussion today, we're going to talk through this over several podcasts, is moving from base learning into continuous learning. And micro-learning is a tool that we believe, based on, on research that we're doing and ongoing research that we're conducting, will enable an individual to be refreshed on the critical elements of the task that they're about to perform. And the purpose of that is an individual who goes through that brief micro-learning module may prevent an incident from occurring. Um, the research has shown in, in, in the past that generally the most competent individuals or the longest serving individuals become complacent and an incident occurs. So micro-learning for KBC is a next step in engagement with our clients, their contractors and their people to avoid incidents. And then we'll go into how do we deploy that and that's spoken to um, the different methodologies around video-based animation, um, 15 minutes, for lack of a better word, and I might be getting it wrong, but 15 minutes um, in terms of a mini um, scroll-through micro-learning um, where you have to answer an assessment at the end, etc. So we're trying to look at the journey that an individual faces, and it's all steeped around KBC's primary vision of creating a no-harm culture for generations to come. And I think as KBC, we really, from an adult learning perspective and in working with adults, want to ensure that people go to work and return safely to their families every night. And this is one element in the process of starting to achieve the no-harm culture for, for our clients. And I think it's an exciting space and really excited to see how this supports our clients on site and the shift in incident data, or at least hopefully the mitigation of, of incidents on site. Thanks, Jared. And thanks, Nats, as well. I think you both have done some hard work in, in putting this together. And I think you've really captured and given us a, a good overview of, of the purpose of microlearning, giving us an in-depth understanding of, of what it actually can do and, and how it repositions KBC to, to assist our client with, with that exact need um, around sustained learning and, and knowledge retention in the workplace. So I think that really has answered that question. So thank you very much. And I am also very excited to see this rollout. I believe we've got some keen interest from our clients in Richards Bay. So that could possibly be our first rollout to the client. And thereafter, just to gauge and determine exactly what the impact is of microlearning um, and it will be nice to, to have a partner, and a client, where we can walk this journey with them and just feed that back into, into the industry around how it actually does impact and keep the guys on, on site safer. Um, I mean, that's, like you said, talking back to our vision of, of zero harm. So, so thank you very much. And, and that's, thanks for taking the time out to come and join us on the podcast this morning. It was great to have you. And we, we hope to hear more about this. And maybe what we could do is a, a bit of a case study once we roll this out. And you can come back on and just give us some feedback on, on what was what actually happened on site. We'll definitely do that. We're very excited about this project. And yeah, we look forward to the next session. Perfect. Thanks, Jared. We're going to hand over back to you.
Great. Thanks, guys. Um, I'll also just say, I think what we should look at doing is um, we'll send links out to, to everyone in the company on some examples of microlearning and get try and get your input on it. it would be fantastic as well. Thank you. All right, so we now move into the next part of our of our podcast discussion, Freedom Day. As always, as part of our podcast, and you'll see a common uh, a common trend across all of our podcasts is we want to hear from you what what it means. What does Freedom Day mean to you? And we understand, you know, it's such a it's such a large public holiday in uh, in South Africa's history. And how do we celebrate it? Is it time spent with family? What are you doing for Freedom Day? It really is a day in which it was the ushering of a new democratic era in South Africa in 1994 and really tries to pay homage to, to the country's liberation from apartheid rule. But now, all these years on, what does it mean in terms of democracy and freedom and how do you internalize Freedom Day for yourself? And while we're talking Freedom Day and the importance of Freedom Day, and we really hope that you do get the chance under COVID, it's always difficult to spend the time with family or friends or just rest up and and know what it feels like to live in a country that's uh, that's democratic. And then the next holiday that comes over and above that is Workers' Day, which unfortunately no one gets a day off work because it's a it's not a public holiday, but it's on a Saturday, so you are going to be off work for the day. And it, I think it dovetails quite nicely in terms of Freedom Day, as it acknowledges the, the amount of effort and and, and considerable work done by individuals to show workers' rights as a reminder as a reminder of the critical role that everyone played in, in this fight against apartheid. But also as workers and as colleagues and friends, it's a time to take off to to once again put your feet up and, and relax for all the hard work that you do. From a workers' day perspective in KBC life, it's it's just an opportunity for us to once again thank you for staying the course with KBC, for enduring an extremely tough 2020 and a challenging start to 2021. And we're still all figuring out what it means to live and work in a time of COVID and and manage these peaks and troughs and you know emotional roller coaster that we're all on due to COVID. But just a thank you from 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 everyone at KBC for for your dedication to your roles, to the time taken to come to work every single day to ensure that we do our absolute best for our clients and continue to strive to achieve our vision of creating a no-harm culture for generations to come. So thank you very much for that. There were a few birthdays over the month of April and we'd like to, to wish everyone happy birthday and a belated birthday to, to Queen Baloi on the 4th of April, Jerry Jacobs on the 7th of April, Nobukusi Moyo on the 7th of April, Lauren Nell on the 11th of April, Edith Kumalo on the 12th of April, Deborah Moyo on the 12th of April as well, and Zama Dube on the 18th of April. Belated happy birthday, and I hope you've all worked off your hangovers since then. Over and above the birthdays and something so important to KBC is, is individuals that achieve long service awards. And it's just so heartwarming that that as a business, we're able to, to both support and be supported by, by individuals who have, who have held a very long tenure with KBC. Both long service thank yous for, for the month of April come from the innovation department. Glenda, uh, Glenda Van Kron has reached five years with KBC, although it feels like 20. And Glenda, just thank you for your constant commitment 
your work ethic to, to push late hours for, for the rollout of programs for clients on very tight deadlines sometimes. And we really hope that you continue to, to stay with KBC and are enjoying being a part of KBC as much as we enjoy having you as part of KBC. So thank you. And then to Natalie, who's just given us a fantastic overview of microlearning, celebrate 10 years with KBC. If I say it feels like Glenda's been with us for 20 years, it feels like Natalie's been with us for 50 years. And, and Nat, just thank you so much for, for your energetic personality that you bring to KBC, for the hard work ethic, for continuing to push the boundaries of innovation and adult learning, and really growing our clients and their people into resilient individuals that stand the risks faced on site. So to both of you, thank you for your long service, and it's truly appreciated. We've also had some new individuals join the KBC family in the month of April. Um, we'd like to welcome Freedom Mieza as our junior IT technician working closely with Ishmael and his team, and to Tatiana Benita Sturman, who's joined us as a data capturer. We welcome both of you to KBC and, and look forward to, to what you bring to the organization, and we hope that you feel as part of the family as we all do, so thank you. And that is bringing us to the end of our second ever podcast in KBC Health and Safety. Your Safety Zone, a knowledge resource podcast. Guys, I can't reiterate enough, it's your podcast. A medium, an opportunity, a channel for you to engage differently to how we do so in the past and in a time of COVID, a very fantastic way to do so. Um, I'd like to thank Sean for your input again today, Natalie for joining us, and to Laura for, for a lot of the work behind the scenes in putting this together. So thank you. And we will co continue to communicate with up and coming in the in the next few weeks, in line with the next podcast. Please remember the values. What do you embody? What do you find that you live by as values in your life? We would really like to know about them. And there's a prize for, for the person that, uh, that is voted to have put forward a very compelling um, set of values. So thank you very much. Thank you for your time. And continue to stay safe and live out the, the values of KBC. And we look forward to chatting to you again soon. Thank you. Thanks, Jared. Yes, I'd just like to challenge each member of the family to say, guys, as Jared keeps saying, is that this podcast is for you. We're not seeing enough feedback coming through just on, on positioning us on topics you would like to discuss. And like I said in the last podcast, if you would like to actually join us on the podcast to share something with, with your fellow colleagues and with us, please do so. We would love to have you on the podcast um, and do an interview, or if you'd like to just give us some feedback of what's happening um, in your division or in your branch, we want to hear from you and we welcome you onto the podcast. So thank you for listening and be safe.